heart. Reaching a feeling, just bringing me up down. Okay, when you start that, it's just like, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> My voice is better than yours. Debatable. Mom told me I'm the best singer in the family. You are. Yeah. You always say that. Mom. She is. Yeah. In the shower, uh, I'm pretty. Uh, we don't know that. Uh, Rude. All right, here we go. Uh, ready, set. Okay, let's go. Let's hear the music. Cue the music. Family podcast. We didn't, we didn't check voice no. levels, and my mic isn't even on. You sound great, Gabe. My mic's not on. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I can't hear myself. Turn your volume up. Welcome back to the Family Podcast. It is Sunday, May 19th. Kind of a rainy, cold, gross Sunday after a rainy, gross weekend, too, unfortunately. Um, We are almost all in studio today. Matthew is in Boston celebrating Haley's graduation, which is tomorrow, but they've been doing some fun festivities this whole weekend. I think we should start a new segment called Where in the World is Matthew Jr.? Right. <laughs> How come we're always here? That would be a great segment. He, uh, he's unavailable. We tried to get him on uh, via telephone, uh, but uh, he's not answering right now. He's snubbing the family podcast. So yeah. we'll check in with him either uh, later on during the show if we can or next week, which hopefully he'll be back. He'll be back next week. He should be because he has his graduation. Yeah. That's true. He should probably be in town for that. I hope so. I think so. I I hope so anyway. Oh, silence. (laughs) We had the uh, Preakness horse race yesterday, the Preakness Stakes. That was quite eventful as well. I've never seen a year in horse racing with so much abnormality. We've been following, I mean, we've been following it for, uh, I mean, forever, our whole lives. Uh, Mom and I, and you guys are, are new to the game, but uh, there's never been, I mean, there's been some bumps, and they did some photo finishes and some uh, potential disqualifications, but I've never seen uh, such a different, bizarre uh, circumstances uh, this year, and with so much money at stake. There's no triple crown winner this year. Well, we had a riderless horse cross the Preakness finish line. <laughs> that was... Um, and to tell you the truth, in watching the Preakness, I didn't even care about the horse race because I was so captivated by the riderless horse (laughs) and what that horse was doing that I didn't even watch who was winning or any of the other antics in the race. And I think the riderless horse still performed pretty well for not having a jockey on its back telling it what to do. It didn't. Yeah, it took the outside. Now, I wonder if if that, right now you can see one of the pictures, one of the officials in a red coat came out to try to Either slow down. I mean, could she be potentially trying to grab a horse at that speed? Yeah, that was crazy. It would pull you right off? Or was she trying to steer it maybe into the mix so it wasn't going to offset anything or cross the line I first? think she was just trying to make sure that it wasn't going to, like, freak out or go crazy. I don't think she don't would try to What would happen if it ended up winning? No, nothing. You have to have a rider. <laughs> yeah, you're disqualified if you fall yeah. off. But you're you're in, you're ineffective. But I think uh, it's also think in, in this won. picture from the Baltimore Sun, they've got a great caption. Look at the gentleman to the left. He's got a looks like he has a lasso, as if he's going <laughs> to hook the horse, and that thing would drag him half a mile down the uh, track. And uh, my buddy thinks he's going to he's going to grab that horse. 
Uh, it's a beautiful uh, horse that was running, but you know what? You really feel bad for the guy in stall number nine. That's going to be the guy in stall number nine that was hanging on to. It was Bodie Express where the jockey was um, was bucked off, and thankfully he he just hit the uh, the track and was not hurt. But the um, he definitely the guy was in the way. The starter was in the way at gate nine, and that may or may not have forced him to be bucked. And that's I mean everybody well, is going to feel bad. That's that's he has one job: get the horse out clean. And you can see his frustration right away, knowing that he screwed up. So I feel bad for that guy because nobody does that on purpose. Well, they said that he would get that they've refunded the ticket because it wasn't the jockey's fault. It wasn't the ho- like it was the guy letting him go. But I don't know if that'll is if that's actually true. But that's what they said in the video that it would be a potential refund they on the ticket. They also said that that guy though was not ready. He didn't give them the clear that they were ready to go. Oh, he didn't. No, I, I missed that. So I missed that catch. too. No, they his they said something about the holder was not ready. And they yeah, rang. but that's oh, the so holder's okay. part, not the jockey's. But then again, you feel bad for the guy, the starter who didn't pay attention to all, you know, 14 guys saying, I got the thumbs up. Oh. And he hit the, so, he, you know, the, whoever opened the gates didn't get the uh, thumbs up from number nine. Yeah. And yeah, he opened okay. before when he wasn't. So then it's that's, just. Uh, it was a miscommunication, I think, and then it led. And this is yeah. their livelihood. You don't want to see anybody get in trouble or. You want to be completely invisible when you're at the starting gate. All I have to say, if my horse was number nine, I'd be raising some hell up on that track right now saying, what are you doing for me because you just wrecked my race. It was a 20 to one odds. You have no idea. That horse could have won the damn thing and now it couldn't because someone messed up. That Mm -hmm. starter should lose his his job. Be nice. Not if that's my horse and I'm paying big it's money. not your you horse. You train that horse for that day and that's what happens? I'd just like to make Ugh. the point that isn't it interesting, the impact that the rider does have on the race? Because mm-hmm. theoretically you think a riderless horse is minus all of that extra pounds. Yeah. And you would think that that horse would just, even taking the outside route, cruise. would cruise by. But without the extra... I don't know. <laughs> direction. direction from the rider, that horse didn't even you know, know what to do. You know, near the end. Yeah, like yeah, he stayed with the pack, but he didn't do as well as he could because See, he didn't know to. And Matt, to your question, I think if anything, the woman that did try and get him towards the end was trying to pull him out of the pack so that he didn't cause any problems with the finish. Sure. That's smart. Um, And it worked against her because he kind of moved into the pack. (laughs) Right. Um, Right. He went right in. Yeah. But my guess is they don't want that horse involved in the finish because it could hit someone and cause problems. Just like the last one. Is that what you call it? A pack? Or is it a herd? Yeah, they're in, a, it's a, they're in the pack. Like a when, pack of horses, a herd of horses. Well, in the race, though, they call them, you're in the pack. They always know. say they're in the middle of the pack. And right. Country House was the one that overcame the 65 to 1 odds in the Kentucky Derby via controversy there. So yeah. who knows what's going to happen in the Belmont? Right. Right, and that's the third race. Congratulations to War of Will. Yeah. Was the winner. Oh, Lord. Awesome. I love horse racing. So I do too. why don't we just make this uh, podcast very successful so we can buy horses and be in the Kentucky Derby. And <laughs> I'll all be right. You guys look good in the winner circle, wouldn't right. you? Gabe doesn't want to be in it, so that's all fine. Right. That's I more money like for that us. Is just an expense that you, like, too expensive. 
Could you imagine if Seriously. your horse won that? You're spending $200,000 on a horse, and then you have to pay to be in that, and then you have to pay to take care of the horse. You have to pay to do everything. It's kind of like a status thing, though. Like, it's like you won the Kentucky Derby. That's so cool. And you get to have a hat and everything. Then the horse <laughs> eats whether you win or lose. Yeah, the yeah. they're not having so just oatmeal. Mm-hmm. So okay, so maybe if not if at the to train pack, the horse. If you win the lottery, maybe you'd have to big no. uh, a big time lottery win. Then you're going bankrupt if you're spending that much money on a horse. Well, speaking of competitions, last night we attended the Twin Cities Burger Battle. Well, three of us did. Unfortunately, it's a 21 and older event, so not everyone could partake. But this is something we've, well, it was my second year. I don't know how many years you guys have gone now. I think we've gone four out of the six years. Yes. So it's on Harriet Island, and it's local restaurants. This year there were 20 of them. Um, And they come to Harriet Island, and they present a burger for a competition. And the burgers range from a normal cheeseburger with really good meat to some foo-foo burger with everything you can imagine on it. It's based on creativity, and these there were 19 or 20 vendors, uh, and they are. it's a mix. It's a mix from just a mom-and-pop bar to something as elegant as the St. Paul Grill. So they're, they're all over the, the board, but it's a, really, a lot of fun. TCBurgerBattle.com is who puts it on. Uh, Jim and his staff uh, do a great job. And it's really fun because these restaurants that basically do have to sacrifice a Saturday night by bringing staff over, product over, their managers over, their chefs over, uh, for these people that are pretty serious about their burgers. There was a line at Harriet Island, uh, all the, I mean, not all the, there was a huge line. It was unbelievable. I took a picture of it so we can post it on social media. Um, but uh, just for future, it's always in May. On what weekend was this of May? The third weekend? Third weekend of May. Third weekend of May, that's Saturday. It's rain or shine, and it is a 21-plus event because you pay, I think it was $60 to get in, and it's basically unlimited food for um, the burgers, Mm -hmm. and then uh, unlimited beer, and they do have a band playing on one end, and they have a DJ playing on another end. It's just it's a really fun atmosphere, and we've been there when the weather was, I don't know, 80 and sunny and gorgeous, and, you know, this year clearly it was not that, but it was still really fun. Yeah. And we've also learned that you take a burger and you share it, because yes. 20 burgers, even though you get a quarter of a burger for most places, um, it's just a lot of food. So, yeah, most places give cut the burger into quarters or have mini sliders. So we take one, and we – there was the three of us, so we each take a bite, and that's perfect. If you eat your own slider, you won't be able to try all 20 burgers. So you got to go hungry, otherwise you won't make it. Right, because it does add up fast. And even, you know, a lot of times you'll take one bite and go, okay, I'm going to try that again because it was really good. Yeah. So then yeah. you two bites. And think of a normal hamburger is what, about – I don't know, 12 bites, or I, I haven't even That's thought about it. Well. <laughs> I have no idea. We'll have to do those calculations. Yes, but this year, um, uh, there's a judges, there's a celebrity panel of judges, and then the people are awarded a coin, and they drop it in the box of whoever they think was the best. 
And uh, it's always different to see who the so-called experts pick, who are usually media celebrities. But Stephanie March, who's a, a food foodie for Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, is pretty good on, on judging. And uh, so they judge, and then the people judge. And this year, uh, the first two places were uh, in unison. And, and that's the first, isn't this the first year that that's ever happened? People's Choice and, and Judge's, Judge's choice. choice was the same, and that was Jersey's Bar and Grill. Woo-hoo. And Jersey's okay. Bar and Grill is a uh, just a bar on Concord in Invergrove Heights. It's a no frills. You would drive right by it and not even notice it like we did until we went in there know, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have the really... Done a great job on their Juicy Lucy's. They've got like $5 Juicy Lucy's on, on like Sunday, Sunday nights. On yes. Sunday yeah. Really and they're very good. Very, uh, really good. It's a great bar, and they're there every year. And uh, they had this year, was it the Jalapeno Poppers? Yeah, that was Yes, yes. and it was a deep fried burger. Yep. With the it was like a sour cream, cream cheese, cream, yeah, cheese, cream cheese, jalapeno jam. It was one that I had to take three bites from, and I I really enjoyed that one. And so it was, was surprised by like it. the perfect balance of like the spicy jalapeno but sweet and the cream cheese. They did a really nice job. It was really good. I also want to give a shout out to the Nook and mm-hmm. Shamrocks. And mm-hmm. what was kind of funny about that is they had a longer line. And we we do go there frequently, and Matt's dad was like, oh, you know, we don't need to have it. Let's Save not line. wait in the line. And and we were already in the line, so McLaren and I said, no, let's just wait. And that was my favorite burger. Yeah, we all far. dropped our token in there. They got my coin. They yeah. had so much uh, And I loved on. jerseys, too. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I was surprised by the nook. They didn't. Uh, they didn't factor into any of the finals. And then, uh, who won the uh, People's Choice? Jerseys. 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 Uh, first. Uh, first place done. Jerseys. They Honey, do you not listen to your own show? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's the first year. I'm thinking, who won second place? That's what oh. I meant. That's what oh. I meant to say. I don't know. Second place was. I don't oh, remember I who down you here. said last night. Um, Jerseys was first place. And then uh, I got to find Stephanie March's tweet because I had it in my mind. But when you get old, Sophia, you always uh, start to forget stuff. And it was B-52s, I think. Oh, And B-52s has won in the past, and they put on quite a show. They've got um, their trophies out there, mm-hmm. and they had a guy running around in a costume, and they had a really fun atmosphere around their tent, uh, which probably plays into people liking their burger as well. Oh, for sure. Um, but B-52s is another family favorite of ours. I love B-52. They yeah. also, if you're looking for a rooftop to go eat and have a drink, their rooftop opened, was it last year or two years ago, the first year? I think it was two La- years ago. Was it two years? I don't even know. Or maybe last year. I don't know, but it's very nice up there. It's small. I, bummer that it can't be bigger, but it is a really nice atmosphere. Well, when you are 21, Sophia, you'll be able to join the phrase. So, meanwhile, you just have to uh, think sit about back, yeah. sit back and think about all those delicious burgers mm-hmm. that, uh, and we'll take you there. Also, the one thing, uh, one place that's a big, I have not been there yet, but on Instagram, they are wonderful. The Suburban, the Suburban, mm-hmm. uh, it's in Excelsior, and their food is absolutely delicious. You're always showing me pictures of that. I can't help it. It's absolutely, <laughs> it's yummy. I love it. 
But uh, good luck and thanks to the Tony Estana Foundation. He is a local guy, played for uh, soccer for St. Paul Academy, has a foundation where he helps um, playgrounds and activities for after-school kids uh, in the inner city, and uh, that's who benefits. And it's an admirable cause just because it's very uh, community-oriented. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to uh, Tony Santa and his foundation for being a part of that. All right. Next. Well, thank you, Gabe. Gabe, you didn't have any <laughs> comment on the burger battle? No, I, really? I can't go, so why would I comment? Yeah, I don't know. About, um, <laughs> well, you have eaten at some of the restaurants. Yeah, I have. Do you know anything about the Nook or Shamrocks? Yes, I'm friends with the owner's son. Um, do you know anything about B-52? Not really. They well, have good yeah, burgers. Yeah, last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you got pasta. I did have pasta. I was sick, <laughs> That's though. Right. So That's I didn't right. really want a burger. How about jerseys? Like jerseys. Went there after confirmation. Brunson's. Brunson's wasn't in it this year, but they have been in the past. So that game's rundown for all the Brunson's is local is the one on the east side. The mac and cheese with the beans. Oh, yeah, they yeah. do have good mac and cheese. Oh, they do. Yeah. They really do. Would you ever like to work at a restaurant? I have. Nope. And it's What's part of my life. Have you, okay, so let's talk a little bit about working at jobs then. Yep. So, oh, Matt, oh. You've had, you had a job experience in a restaurant. I had a job experience in a restaurant, and it was um, the most stressful thing I've ever done in my entire life. So my hats go off to anybody who's working in the kitchen. <laughs> I worked at a place called the Club Bar. It was on Randolph in Cleveland, right next to the uh, barber shop. Uh, the sportsman's, and I absolutely hated it. I was the cook. Tacos. I was taco <laughs> Thursday. It was like a 25-cent taco night on a Thursday night. So I would go in there, and I would make these tacos and have to deep fry them. And the place was as big as a living room. The Who kitchen trusted w- you was to cook people's tacos is my question. <laughs> I've never heard this story, certified ever. chef? I must have been, what was I, 16? You were young. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. And on Thursday nights, I'd go in there, and it was so packed. It was a 3-2. It wasn't a full bar. It was 3-2. So it was packed with college students, probably with (laughs) fake IDs and all that kind of stuff. And it was, we need more tacos. We need more. I couldn't make them fast (laughs) enough. And that's all I had to make. They didn't make other burgers, which they usually have on the menu. That night, it was just as if... In your dream, you're cranking out tacos, and they pick them all up, and you have to make more. We need more. And I would walk out of there, and Mom would pick me up, and I would be shaking. She's like, what happened in there? I'm like, I just had to keep making tacos. Why aren't you you amazing at making tacos then? Yeah. You have, like, PTSD from yeah. taco making. <laughs> Maybe that's when you guys say, let's have Mexican. Oh, my God, I can't do this anymore. So here's what I'm curious about. How did you quit that job? How long I did you work like that you job? I said too. I'm not going back. I did it three weeks in a row, three Thursdays in a row, and it's the first time in my life. I that was the first time I'd ever quit right. a job because I was working at the theater. Yeah. And and so this was Thursday nights that I would go in there. Thursday, and Thursday. You know what? The thing is, I never got paid. What? Oh, I illegal. never got paid. What? Who owned it? Saw, Let's sue him now. Uh, I don't remember the guy. He was a good guy. Uh, my what brother, well, not, not. He's not paying you. <laughs> yeah. Paul had worked there. Paul was a bartender there. And then I think, I don't know if Steve worked there or not. I think maybe it was just Paul. But that's how I got the job. Paul said, we need someone. You can make tacos. Yep, here's how you do it. Boom. So I, uh, maybe I'll never <laughs> speak to Paul in my life again. Um, I... 
Well, first, I can't imagine a college bar on Thursday where it's already a huge going out night serving tacos on top of that. I mean, could you imagine oh, no. tips no. adding tacos to Thirsty Thursday? I'm sure what tacos on Thursday at Tiffany's. You won't be able to, yeah, what Dad said. You'd be so stressed out. Yeah. I'm sure what they did is they probably ate tacos at uh, the club and then probably went over to Tiff's. To have a regular beer or a so this cocktail. wasn't oh because it was a small it was just a small okay. venue they were probably building up their base foaming the runway gotcha. to make sure they were uh, they in were today's okay. terms it'd be the pregame yeah. okay mm. yeah right that's what they call it the so pregame you, so you're just Load up on tacos and you're then throwing up tacos in the tips bathroom hey, is what you're saying tastes good <laughs> oh my god tastes good throw tacos up? tacos are good Michelle how about your restaurant experience yours wasn't bad. No, I didn't have a bad experience, but... Um, she wasn't cooking. No, I would... Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> but bussing tables and hosting, and I... Ew. I think if I'm going to work at a restaurant, I'd like to be the bartender, and that's where I stop. Serving, nah, not my thing, just because I'm very um, direct, and if someone said something to me that I wouldn't like, I'd probably lose my job. So just wear it on your face there, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, my eyebrows are up. Yeah, uh, that's the whole thing. Is and now I think people at restaurants are uh, very picky. I think if, um, it's not that they're sophisticated; it's just that they're. I think aggressive. People think they're entitled to talk however they want to waitresses and waiters. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, so yesterday we went to a restaurant. My friend group oh and I. And someone was using gift cards to pay, and uh, <laughs> oh no, I don't want to know. You're gonna make me so sweat here. The gift cards it had less money than he thought, and he had five eighty to still pay. And the waitress said it like ten times, but he'd like she'd go back and run the gift card. <laughs> And he didn't realize what she was saying, and the entire time I was like, "Are you giving her the five eighty? Then she he finally realizes. Gives her three dollars and says keep the change, but he owes five dollars and eighty cents. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all dying, and he still doesn't understand what's happening because he thought that it was he's giving her the tip, and oh, he didn't know no. he still owed five eighty. And then he's like, oh, oh, and he's just like, oh, so I owe you five eighty, okay. And then we were like, what are you doing? And then he finally paid. But he didn't understand that he okay. still owed five dollars. So, but here's cents. my thing: don't say the name of wherever you were. But why didn't that waitress then? Clearly, the boy didn't understand that. And instead of you guys being good friends and saying, "Dude, you owe five eighty. First, what the heck's wrong with your friend group? Why didn't she <laughs> show him then? If clearly he, he didn't understand. Clearly told him, "You owe me five dollars and eighty cents." <laughs> then you guys are or- horrible kids. You better tip that lady good because I would not put up with you guys. I'd spit in your food. Then. No, don't talk like My that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. So he paid the five eighty. Yeah. Tell he, me he gave more than a dollar tip. I don't know what he gave her a tip. Oh boy. <sighs> That's the, my remember my last words too when you get out. Always yeah, leave a good tip. That was a better than eat there. I know you didn't eat there, but always leave mm-hmm. a good tip. And if your friend needs some money, help him out. Right. Don't laugh at him and say, you're going to have to go wash some dishes. You're absolutely (laughs) like Pee Wee Herman when he didn't have money, he had to go wash the dishes. You're so mean. It was so funny. Um, 
Speaking of more odd jobs, if you guys, I don't know if many know this, but uh, uh, that was probably the most stressful job. The second most stressful job I've ever had in my life was when I worked for an outfit uh, that may or may not still be in business here called Fun Characters. And Fun Characters is you would um, dress up as either a clown or a Superman or a Snow White or a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. And you had to go to parties, and you were paid well. I, what did I make there? I, I think you started out as the turtle, though, because I remember we went there, and you picked up your costume, and then we went back to your house, and there, you came out, and you had on those green tights and the costume, and oh, God, it was right. funny. And it uh, didn't hide much, did it? Oh, God. Oh, you're going to have to cover that and up. you went to, like, family parties. Oh, my and God. Yes, it was, uh, Never who, that again. What do we have today? The horny toad? No, oh, I'm an idiot. Dave, what on earth? Get this guy out of here quick. Now we have an X-rated podcast. Dear oh Lord. I was, uh, no, it was. It was a pretty tough costume to uh, to stomach, and you had to go Usually out in Minnetonka or, you know, to nicer places that hired a, a character to come out and and actually hang out for the, uh, you know, I did some magic tricks and, you know, you put the needle through the balloon. I did the rope trick and it was, um, you, it was you extremely were, difficult. Uh, if I remember correctly, you made balloon animals. Yes. You could have a sword. Yep. Or mm. a dog. Or a dog or right. uh, the, uh, the giraffe. Which was a dog with a long neck. Yep, exactly. Good work. And that good work. You also got quite adept at face painting. Oh yeah. Hey, what do you want here? Uh, A smiley face. Smiley face. (laughs) Or do you want a smiley face? (laughs) Yep, you got it. I tried to to make a, if I would make a sword, I tried selling swords, you just get out the silver paint and it's just an upside down T. What is this supposed to be? Uh, We're not getting our money's worth is what they're saying here. Oh my gosh, that is very funny. The clown stuff was difficult because it was generally in the summer and I had an 82 Olds Omega that did not have any air conditioning. And so I would have to... uh, I would work overnights at the radio station from about um, midnight to 8 a.m., go home and sleep from about 8.30 until 11. I might have a party at noon, and then I'd have to get up and put the clown makeup on. It was really really sad. And then, you know, all the clown makeup, and then get in the car, and it's, say, maybe 90 (laughs) degrees out, and I don't have any. So as I'm driving, people are on 394 as I'm driving out west, and they pull up. Hey, meet me. Give me one of these. Oh, yeah, they do. Hey, hey. You're a clown. <laughs> nice going. You know, and they point out the fact that I'm a clown and I'm already, you know, Sweaty. feeling, you know, very low and the, the makeup is dripping. You know, it's just, it's like I was a very sad clown. Oh. And um, the money was great, but. Uh, yeah, I think it was $17 an hour. And this was back in was, 90. Yeah, which was a lot of money for back then. Yeah. Well, I think even today. There's some people that I know that do the pr- Disney princess dress up girls yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They make so much money. Because usually you get tipped on top of that. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, I, I, Wait I a minute now. A Wait a minute. <laughs> I never got a tip. No, I'm just wondering if that's not where you should be headed now. Oh, no, Gabe's looking what? for his first job. I have my oh. first job. I still have the green tights upstairs. <laughs> no, I might be saying I have gotten the green to get a job. And we are currently working. 
Thank you. Thank you. All right. What is the uh, what well, is you're this? not working yet. No, like Once working school is on finished, it. You do have a place to go and work. You yes. have been offered employment. I have. Oh, that's good. And I will gladly accept. And that was your number one pick of any job, correct? Well, you have yes, to go get interviewed first. Yeah. You know. go through the process. You might, right. you might go through the interview, and he might be like, "Oh no, Gabe Mikulski is not." Then be like, "Oh my gosh, he's way better than his brother at working." Ooh, <laughs> well, we'll find out about that. Um, so that was my. Uh, I'm really glad that uh, industry is over. I'm trying to think if I ever had a job like that. I mean, my first job was cleaning the offices for my dad's business on Sundays. Oh, my God. Empty one, um, uh, empty one small no, office. No, the offices were in a little teeny small house. Um, so it was cleaning that, and then I'm, I don't know if I ever had a... What about the car, the restock? That wasn't odd, oh, but I that was a, interesting. I had a merchandising job. That's right. Um, where it, I worked for a company out of Chicago, and basically I would drive around all day and go to Targets and Walmarts and Kmarts and I I don't remember what other stores, but all over um, the Twin Cities area and Buffalo and I you know and count the numbers of deodorants on the shelf. That's yeah. fun. That's the weirdest it thing really, ever. And I really never understood my role, and I would write it down like there's ten deodorants on. <laughs> You were well, now they that. just do that electronically. They just and scan then, it and get that data yes. from the company. But at the end of the week, then I'd put all my data into an envelope and send it to the company. God forbid there's computers back and then. So I did, I, um, I did kind of quit that job on a spur because I was at a Target. I was supposed to put together uh, end cap in cosmetics, and I could not figure the thing out. And I'm pretty good at putting things together, but I didn't have directions and I didn't know what I was doing and I tried to get a manager to help and she didn't know what she was doing and I ended up just picking up that thing and putting it back in the storage room and that was the end of my job. That adios. Uh, I remember you would get stressed out and remember back then, how did you get around? Yeah, I had a, said that. a Hudson's Roadmap book. Right. A Hudson's oh. book. And that's how oh, I had dying. to find these I don't places. know how you guys did maps. I would die. I'm so well, stressed. Well, it, you're stressed. Thinking it's easy for you. Walmart, Robert no, Street. No, yeah, Take that's a what left. I'm saying. I'm saying if I ever had to do a paper map, I would not be I'm able to get anywhere. That is sad because that's going to be a lost... You guys are never going to take a but map Dad, on a glove so distracted. We're never going to have Wait, to no, either. No, stop. Dad, that's not sad at all. The fact that you right. said that, that technology, that we don't have to do that, it's not sad. It's Our stuff is way better than any of the crap that you had to do. You had to mm-hmm. spend time mapping that out. Now I don't have to waste that part of my life. I can yeah. put it in my GPS and she brings me right Here's there. Here's Target. Just saving time. What I'm saying is, we did have cell phones, however, because I was pregnant with McLaren when I had this job. A flip phone is not an iPhone. No, I know, but I'm just saying. If I got lost, I could call and say, I don't know. Put up your antenna Mm -hmm. and (laughs) dial it. (laughs) Antenna that's like three feet long. (laughs) I think I'm getting connected. You have to sit there and go. (laughs) (laughs) The phone that's the size of a brick. Yeah. I don't think I've had any odd jobs. All my jobs have been normal. One job I never went to, I quit before I even got there. That's because oh. they messed up. 
Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. It was really place. uncomfortable. That was in retail, wasn't it? Yeah, it was retail. Yeah. And it was for a big retail yeah, company that should organized. never have had that issue. Never heard that story. You have. Um, nope. Dad, you also sold bike helmets, didn't you? Oh, that's right. And then a cow attacked what? you? <laughs> what? Uh, that, was, that was at a <laughs> no. county fair where basically, uh, <laughs> yeah, I sold bike helmets for a bicycle and safety supply. Uh, the Jordans, Mike and Deb Jordan uh, had a, a company. Oh. And that was on Lake Street. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, so we would go into schools and do programs, and I'd you know talk about the safety and uh, bicycle safety, and and then they would buy helmets from us. It was a pretty, it was a good deal. It was all on the up and up. Yeah. And um, but we would also go to county fairs and sell things. So I would be in the merchandise mart. But this, I don't remember which one is a rural county fair, but we were basically inside of a barn. And I remember uh, we were selling. I had my back to the door, and I heard a commotion behind me, people yelling about something. And I, when I turned, <laughs> I turned around fully, and in the entrance of the barn, with only one way to go, was a runaway cow. It was like uh, Bodie Express in the Preakness Stakes, but a little bit slower. And that cow was coming towards me. Fast, and you know, I saw the. It was, and it said, "You're about to die, whether you have a helmet on or not." And it ran. It it literally came at me, and I dove into you know our, our wherever we were to get out of the way, and it went by. But I have never look at that. Look at that one galloping. Meet Daisy, the rescued dairy cow. If that thing hits you, you're going down, whether you have a bike helmet on or not. That one was a. That one was very nerve-wracking. That's just really I funny. have a fear of cows charging is what I have. I'm not afraid of them. I have a fear of them charging. Well, you, no one wants to see a cow charging at them. Everybody's Thank you, Gabe. Thank you. Thank oh, you, Gabe. Goats I charge, thought, too. I just thought of another job. I've done okay. a lot of okay. jobs over the years. That you have. I still have now that I got um, fired. Yeah. <laughs> there may be more to come. Right. Your wildlife art. Oh Wait, I've God. never heard that. What? Dad sold wildlife art. Is that why we had that all those bird clocks? No. no, I just remembered another one. We had one. No, we, we had, had like one. six. We no, this no. was uh, this was uh, it was uh, artworks too, or and, and I went there. You can become a manager and start out at. Forty, thirty-five grand a year, whatever it was. So I thought, never buy a Cadillac. No, no, that was that was selling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the next one I just oh remembered. My God, yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. So I went in and I sat down and this place, Artworks Two, and they said, uh, "Okay, we're interviewing to see if you're management material." <laughs> and yes, I, you know, sat down for the interview, and yes, I was. And I'm, to my surprise, I'm like. Where's my desk? Where's the phone? Where's the secretary, the computer? I'm all set. I'll get a tie suit. Where do you want me to uh, manage? And they said, well, first we're going to send you out onto the field. And we're going to send you out on the field with one of our uh, seasoned veterans, our senior uh, sales guys. Okay, so I'm going to be managing these the sales team. And I've never done anything like this before. And so I'm paired up with Paul, some guy named Paul. I don't even know his last name. And... He said, okay, we're all set. The car's all set. We're going on a sales call already. This is great. I'm going to watch this guy uh, 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 paint this white sales canvas. So we go out, and we go to a dentist office. We stop at a dentist office, and he says, here we are. And I said, oh, what's going on? And he said, we're selling uh, these wildlife pictures that I have in my trunk. 
which sounded very weird to me. And he said, you know, mm-hmm. grab a couple, we'll bring them in. And I thought, okay, well, which, is there a specific one? He said, no, just grab all four and he'll, he can pick from those. So I thought, we're going in there to figure out which one he's going to take. We go in there. <laughs> is Dr. You know, Frank in? Uh, yes, he is. Just a minute. Dr. Frank comes out and Paul says, hi, my name is Paul. I'm with Wildlife Artworks and uh, we're here to sell some paintings. And the dentist goes, I'm working right now. And then it clicked on me. This is just a cold. He just stopped here. This guy hadn't said, stop by at 11 and we'll buy. I'll take two of those wildlife cards. That's only like four. (laughs) I'm sitting there going, which one, Doc? Girl Scout cookies. And it was right then my heart sank. But it gets worse. It gets worse than that. Uh, After we stopped at uh, Dr. No-No, we it was time for like an early lunch, so oh, we're gonna go to Perkins in uh, Perkins in Forest Lake. We were up in the Northern Metro, and we stop off at the Perkins, and I figure, okay, let's go in and get lunch and talk about what the future is here. And he says, okay, but they so sell I, at Perkins. I get out, and he goes to the back of the car in the <laughs> trunk, and he gets out two paintings, and he says, you need to grab a couple. I said. Are they going to buy here? He said, no, we're just going to bring them to the booth and see if. And I said, you know what, let's let's just keep two. Let's You bring one, I'll bring one in, and we'll have lunch. And we sat down at the booth, and he, put, he placed them outside of the booth as if he was in an art show, and we were sitting in the booth. And I was dying. I was dying because he... He kind of had the rounded shoulders, and he, uh, you going to buy this? High Creek Factor. It was just, he was a nice guy, but at that point, I knew it wasn't, wasn't going to work out. But you still didn't quit right there. You would go there every day, pick up your trunk load of wildlife <laughs> art. Come. <laughs> come to my house. <laughs> I knew it. And I would just, uh, I would there. be, yeah, and you were a. Uh, I'll just set these here. You were a calming voice, and you said, it's going to be okay. I was so down in the dumps, and you were. You were a good pick-me-up. But you know what? Aww. You had something else to look forward to. What's that? Cherry payments. Oh! <laughs> you know, nice. this was all the while Cherry I was working overnights. Payments. I was with KSTP, but I was working the weekend overnights and Saturday and Monday night sports talk. And I was always, and I was looking the paper, you know, the one ad. So this one was... You Where's would, your first mistake? You would sell... Well, there was... There was no Craigslist. There was no well, No, I network yourself. Who do you know? Nobody. I haven't done anything. So I'm trying to break into sales. And this, again, 30 to 60 as a manager. So it was, a, it was selling. Did you Visa actually make that? Processing. Ever? Did I ever sell anything? No. Did you actually ever make the 30 to 60? No, I never sell. No, it wasn't was a, there long enough. And I wasn't a, not a good salesman. Anyway, this one was... You went around to, to businesses to sell the processing, the, the uh, phones. Uh, you could sell phones. And if you, the, the Steve, the guy, he on the whiteboard, he had it all planned out. You're going to do this, 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 and you're going to be making 70 grand a year. All you have right. to do is sell six phones. Sure. And so after that first pep talk, I went back and I picked up mom. And I drove her to Long Cadillac on 36, and she said, what are you doing? And I said, pick. Pick oh, which one you no. want to buy. Oh, my pick God. Which one. You pick which one you want to buy. And I didn't mean today. I just meant 
It, this is our future. Which one do you want? You're, you're going to get first oh, pick. You go to the cabinet. And she said, are you crazy? That's Did you sell anything? Play, and I said, no, but I know I'm going to sell these phones. <laughs> and look at there's, there's no, you don't even do pay phones anymore. It was yeah. selling pay phones. Oh, yeah. To, to oh, businesses. Yeah. And so that was, uh, that was one. And then you ever get the caddy or no? Uh, no. I bought a used one from my dad. <laughs> right. She said she opened the doors at the front her passenger and said, choose which side you want to sit in. <laughs> Years later, decades later, I went to uh, Online Trading Academy, and I sat in because I was doing an endorsement for them. And I'm looking at a guy at the whiteboard, and his name is Steve. And I went, oh, my God, that is Steve from Cherry Payment Systems, who was a great motivating speaker. And Right. And the thing is, that wasn't a bad business or a bad company. No. You just, you're not a salesman. I'm not a sa- I can't ask for the check. I'd rather sit yeah. and talk to you and shoot the breeze. But I, I'm not a, I can't sell. I'm was not it a actually salesman. Steve? It was yeah. Steve. Oh, and baby. he remembered me, and we talked and had a good chuckle over it. And he had left the company, too, and, and now... I believe he's still with Online Trading Academy, which is a very uh, admirable place. I would love to do that. Um, it's it, that one. He made even look better than selling phones. So oh, cool. I think that's the gist. Of Don't my, get any ideas of my I choose. That was the low point of my uh, career. Second only to the club bar. Choose and you. <laughs> said, what are you talking about? Oh, gosh. You have had a lot of funny jobs. But you know what? It all brought me to where we are today. <laughs> where are we? Sitting <laughs> in a podcast studio trying to make it to the Boy, big, we the can, big lead. Folks, if you're listening to this podcast, if you could just out of sympathy for me and all the horrible jobs I've had, if you could pass this along and get a couple people to listen, we'd, uh, we'd appreciate it. Yes, we would. Right. I feel uh, spent here. I feel exhausted. I well, feel almost exa- exhausted as the uh, club bar. On something a little bit lighter, I was on Snapchat, and for people that don't know what Snapchat is, it's a platform where you, like, send instant photos to each other. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, a news section where you can subscribe to a bunch of different news sources. You have to subscribe? No, yeah, you don't pay. You don't pay. You just hit subscribe so it comes up on your thing. Okay. Okay. And one of one of them is uh, Taste Made, which is like a lot of food article things. Mm -hmm. Oh man, you would like that. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if Dad's Snapchat can be updated to this because yeah. Mm. But one of the things today was seven cotton candy. Oh, excuse me, seven Oreo. Oreo flavors that they're not necessarily coming out with, but I don't even know if Oreo said they want to vote on these or how this came up. But so there's seven flavors of Oreo. The first one is cotton candy. Would you love to eat cotton candy, cotton candy candy Oreos or would you not? I, I would know. like to try a bite. I'd try them, but I don't know if I'd like to eat them. I don't really like I'm Oreos, I'm a big classic though. kind of food guy where it's like I just like the originals of the foods, and I don't like what they Yeah, I like. might take a bite, but I can't imagine liking it. I am, I would. I like the originals, but I really enjoy uh, the birthday cake, and no, I did not I think I birth- would. Birthday cake and lemons. Mm. Lemons oh, are like good. Like a cotton candy on a blondie would be yeah, really good. Yeah, that's what we showed. Well, the rest of America, it's 56% of America say they would try it, and 44% say it's too weird. But mm. I would like that. What are the other ones? 
carrot cake Oreos. Yeah, nope. that'd probably be good. Mm. I'd like that. That'd be kind is of Is it weird. on the blonde cookie or the This one's on the blonde. This is a blonde. Yeah, I think I would like that. I'm not a cotton candy guy, though, so I don't no, know. No, we've moved on, dear. We're on carrot cake. Second time that oh, you no. missed what we're talking about. I would not want carrot cake. I would. I would eat those. I think that'd probably cake. be really Again, good. Again, I would try it. But. 54% of America agrees with us. Yep, I like that one. Next one. Oh, I would not do these. Blueberry pie Oreo. No. No, I would try no. it. Awful. I mean, I'd it's try all of these, but no guarantee I'd like it. Blondie, see, that yeah. seems like it'd be better on the chocolate. Ugh, I just don't like it either Ew, way. No, it has a purple. Filling. But guess what? I like that. Fifty-nine percent cool. of America would want that. That's the oh, highest that's one. And we all said no. Yeah, it would not be for me. Why does Nabisco think they need to keep trying these things to draw new people? And when the their their main staple is fabulous Oreos are great, but to go blueberry pie, it, it's I, I think it's, think it's the hype though. Yeah. It's like they can hype up all these people about, like, the birthday cake Oreos. You mentioned those. Our family loves those. No. If they just stuck with normal Oreos, they wouldn't have other things to try. How about That's true. mega stuffed or thin? I love, I the, love thin. the thin. That's, you guys are mega. Leave, yes. Total mega guy. That, there's no point. I don't really like Oreos, though. So. You eat an Oreo for the filling. Who <laughs> cares about the cracker? This next one's really weird. Swedish fish. No. Either on a regular no, Oreo. No no, 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 no. That's two things that should not be combined. 72% of Americans <gasps> say no. gross combo oh. and they will okay. not eat it. Okay. It yeah. looks cool. I not knew cool I would though. get you guys yeah. on that. You guys were all like, no, no, no. That's disgusting. Um, the next one on a blondie. Jelly donut Oreo. No. no. Absolutely no. not. No. Bring that to your mom. Yeah, That's nope. About half and half for people liking or not liking. Yeah. No. Um, How about Oreo Game of Thrones? We had those. Oh, yeah. that is the chicest packaging on an Oreo ever. It's chicest so pretty. Me and Sophia, when we were grocery shopping, we don't like Game of Thrones, but we had to buy the Oreos Speak because we yourself. liked the black package. Yeah. Very Never watched it. Right, oh, that's tonight, too. I thought it was... Yeah, they canceled uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians because there's a finale for... Yay. That's no. really bad. Pro. Yeah, isn't that Pro. so rude? Oh. This next Oreo, I'm pretty sure these are a thing, but it's on Blondie. These are all a thing. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Yeah, like you can buy them. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> cotton, er, sorry, candy corn Oreos. Uh, uh, can you oh, not ew, talk? Ew. I hate candy no, corn. No, I hate candy corn. I hate candy corn. Seventy-two percent of America hates them as well. Oh my I gosh. like candy corn, but no. I don't want that. Well, I don't know. Maybe I would worst like it. Worst combination I might like it. ever. The candy last one so is wor- the worst one. I think, I think because I, I hate. It doesn't these. get worse than fresh. Peep. Oreo. No, 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 those are jokes. Gross. Reminds yeah, me of those little hamburger patty candy things. Oh, yeah. That yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't taste like a ham Oreo. 
So it doesn't taste like a burger. It just looks there's, like one. Above, there's oh, beer really? Oreo. Beer batter or something. Oh, wait. Go oh, up. Wait. Go up. Oh, right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, strawberry, strawberry shortcake Oreo. That would probably be good. Based off the strawberry shortcake, like, popsicle ice cream cream bar things, oh. That's, like, coated. If you know what we're talking about, amazing. All right. Next topic. Strawberry shortcake uh, should just be uh, uh, just strawberry shortcake. You don't have to put it Uh, on. You're speaking for yourself because the whole family loves those bars. Yeah. Yeah, I like those bars. Yeah, those bars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just can't remember a couple Mm -hmm. podcasts ago when we all talked about the... Florida man stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have an update on a Florida woman. Oh. And she was driving and she got pulled over. She was 22 years old. And uh, she was pulled over by the deputy in Florida. And she had in her possession three striped turtles mm-hmm. in her backpack. And he asked her if she had anything else. And it turns out she did, and she reached into her pants, what? and she pulled out a small alligator. Out what? Of, it was inside her yoga pants. She pulled a small alligator out. What? What? How would you not be able to see that, though? You could clearly see an alligator. He, I think that's why he asked. Wildlife Commission had to take over the investigation. What the hell? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Was she on drugs, does it say? Oh, I take it back, you guys. She had 41 three-striped turtles. <laughs> well, okay. So clearly there must have been some kind of robbery or something she, that she got this stuff. Sure. She's yeah. got to be on drugs or something. Well, where were, it was just a traffic stop. Right? Traffic stop. And she was already in Florida. Why would she need to take an alligator if... Alligators are abundant in Florida. Well, she wants it as a pet dad. They were collecting frogs and snakes under an overpass. Okay. What? And then the deputy wow. pulled them over, and they he gave him permission to search in their car. Basically, at that point, knowing he was busted. No. It was a woman. No, but wait, uh, that, that he was going to find. He was going to find. Out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is. People are idiots. I thought it was kind of funny, but, you know, you never know what's going to happen down there in Florida. In the boonies. Yeah, well, have you seen the, it's a joke where a guy gets stopped by the cops, and the cop's like, do you have a license to have all these fish? And the guy goes, these are my pet fish. I bring them down to the pond so they can swim around. And he goes, no, you don't. And he goes, yeah, watch, I'll put them in the lake if you'll allow, allow me. The guy goes, the cop goes, yeah, sure, put them in the lake. And he goes, I'll call them back in five minutes. Five minutes later... Cop says, call him back. The guy, the fish. The guy says, what fish? <laughs> yep. That's what? pretty good. No fish. Let the fish <laughs> go away. Uh, Destroyed the evidence. There's no evidence then. Oh. <laughs> I didn't understand it for a second. That's oh, good. Girl, I got it right girls. away. Yep. Uh, I have another cute story. Does anybody want a free Victorian home? Yes. It's in Minnesota. Nope. Probably haunted. So we, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. But it is pretty run down. It's a historic four-bedroom house, and it's free. Why is it free? The woman that owns it knows that it ha- needs a lot of work, and it has to be relocated. Oh. So you have to move it. So uh, she says it's going to cost $50,000 to move the house and $150,000 to fix it up. So she's not giving away a hidden gem. 
but she doesn't feel it's right to charge for it, knowing that it's going to cost that much. Why wouldn't you just take it That's for free and knock it down? Because no, can't. you can't have the land. It has to be moved off that oh. land. Right. No one's going to take it. That just knock it down and do whatever well, they want. No, but that land. that costs her money then, because she has to knock it down. Not if she sells the land to whoever wants it. Well, we don't, don't know what's happening the in the land. land. Okay, I if the city takes the land, then the city's got to deal with the house. I think she wants the house preserved. I right. think that's important So you to get her. a big trailer. And okay, house and she if wants no one takes the damn house, because no one wants to move the house, the house is going to just be there and whoever My has the land like takes angry the house. That the house well, because is you guys saved. are, this woman's acting like this house is... The most sacred house no, she's in not. all she's of Minnesota. She's offering somebody a house. Take my house for free. Move she it. She says there's a cork backsplash, orange countertops in the kitchen. Sounds Nobody disgusting. wants that today. And no, she says it's pretty right. hodgepodgey, so I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I think she's pretty realistic about it. So tear the damn thing down. It's got to be someone who loves old houses and wants to preserve something like this. Not me. She told the New York Post. Why is she talking to the New York Post about this? See, literally, that's the issue. She thinks her house is all special and that someone's going to want it. Oh, my God. And she's talking to the New York Post. And she's like, don't don't tear down my house because I'm trying to save the environment and reuse houses. Gear. I kind of can gear. tell you what kind of person Someone it is. Someone is crabby today. I don't like that story. I think Do you this like woman... this one? Rich people have installed anti-bird spikes in trees to keep birds poop away from their cars. I'm into that one. Now that's something I that I, I can get that. behind. <laughs> what? I don't think I believe that. I'm confused. I don't they want birds pooping on my car. On the branches of the trees right. so that birds cannot oh. land on... On the tree. Like they do on buildings. Yes. And if the trees, like in our yard, for example, we kind of park under some trees. Put them up. Yeah, I'm, we could, I'm we about could nail these. They too. can go in the backyard, but not. See, that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I'm just not I'd sure. I'd rather have the little bird poop on my car okay, than have that in my tree. You could paint those brown and they do more Here's my on. question, Something though. Something Game of Thrones. Something that bothers me in this article. Why do they call it out by saying rich people? Anyone can do that. Oh, yeah, that's, you can put, right. This is not an exclusive thing. Because people want to hate on rich people. That's what it comes down to. They just don't like us. Well, that bird just doesn't even care. (laughs) I think it's fake, game. Go back, no, go up, Sophia. They're on Google right now looking up um, the Spike story and seeing very different. And there's a pigeon that has a creative way of going through the spikes and has nested and uh, laid an egg. Pigeons that's are the dumbest bird that's ever walked the planet. Uh, they were good in medieval times to uh, send a message, like Game of Thrones times. That's oh, really disgusting. Right. There's two good finales tonight. What uh, Game of Thrones? Yep, an American Idol. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Don't even great. get me started about Idol. They let the two guys go that should have won the competition. The rest, adios, buddy. I'm I'm uh, not privy to who's on Idol. I'm so excited tonight. That's just too bad for you. Oh, who's left? Have they made the right choices? No. No, no. I really haven't. So let me ask a procedure question. America, the 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 phone ins or the texts are the ones that have voted yeah. until until tonight. But the judges saved the wrong person yes. and they literally messed up. The girl the girl shouldn't have been able to stay. I think the judges saved the wrong person too. Not um 
two weeks ago, the judges get one save a season. Yep. Or at the end here. And uh, they hadn't been using it. And it was the la- last night to, that they could use it. Mm-hmm. And they did. But I think they used it on the wrong person. They did. It was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. I wanted Jeremiah to go through. Yes. Yeah, and they too. let Lacey go through. And Lacey is not good. Good yeah. thing she's not in the top three. So if you're number four, you don't sign a contract, but you have to travel with no, them to the, the top, top. The top ten, I think, travel. Okay. Might even be I 12. think it's 12. I think it's the top yeah, 12. It could travel. be 12. Okay. Yeah. So no matter what, those people have jobs for the next year. It's just, you know, and I, I honestly believe that winning this thing is not a good thing. I, Because I, then they own you. Who's, who, who has made the biggest splash by not winning? Clay Aiken for a while, didn't he? he oh, no, Clay Aiken. For Scotty McCreary. Yeah, but he he's very hitter. I'm like, he's big, but he's. Did he come win? With a lot of, I think he won, didn't he? Oh, did he win? I, I think so he's a winner. Can you pull up uh, idol winners? There have been, though. Uh, um, idol winners? A lot of idol winners Just who have gone on to have careers successful. Um and I wonder if, what's the name of that other singing show that people like? I, I've seen voice? it, but I've, The Voice. This is the Have voice. they had people go on to be successful, I wonder? I never really. I've never heard of any. Me either. I, I don't know. Uh, I know that well, Kat Perkins locally has had a made a, a good living out of it, and she was just a contestant. Right. She but did, she's, yeah. She's done she a good job locally here, Christmas shows and CDs and things like that. So it's nice when those locals. Yeah, and, Claire Aiken um, was a runner-up. Yeah, but he didn't really. He was mm-hmm, not very good. Fantasia, does she sing at all? Carrie Underwood. Carrie, um, okay. Yeah, but she won it. And remember uh, Taylor Hicks. Yeah, he blew. He blew up. Catherine McPhee was there for a little bit. Not McPhee. Now remember the one of the most famous idol autographs I ever got, you guys. Uh, yeah, Bucky. Bucky. Whatever happened to Bucky? I don't know. That was funny. He was oh, at O'Gara. I thought you had Taylor Hicks. Uh, I did, didn't I? Yeah, we had yeah. both, but I also had Bucky Currington on a shirt for me for my birthday. Adam Lambert was a runner-up. Yeah. He did pretty well. Yeah, he, he did very he well. Did, yeah, he, yeah. Now the queen lead yeah, singer. Yeah, he's huge. I mean, it's just kind of fun to see that these people actually do go on. and. Okay, Scotty McCreary was a winner. He is big. He just, I feel like his music is... Philip, no, here, okay, so here, Philip Phillips. No idea. He was a is. winner, That's and funny. I actually loved the song that he came out with right after, but then he just died and went nowhere with yeah, it. Yeah, and I really died. liked it. Well, he didn't physically yeah, die, he's, but so, no. you know his know career yeah, seems like it died song out. that I know, but yeah, what I is love it? That song. Yes, I, I know. I know what you're talking about. Either. I can't think of it, but I do so like something it. about going home or it's a really cute Yeah, Chris Daughtry. What what was he? Uh, he didn't he win. Was he was a runner-up, I think. No, he, he didn't win. Up. Yeah. I don't even was think he was runner-up. That was Catherine McPhee. Was uh, he well, on that Now show? we're trying to look up Phil Phillips when we need to be on the Everyone other page. Everyone just stop. I'm, just I'm kinda... not supposed to be doing this. They so give me the keyboard. Phil Phillips is doing He did a good job. No he was a good singer. No one knows who that man is. I don't oh, even know what we're talking about, McClendon. Everyone just don't focus on what I'm doing. Well, we're trying to look at the list to talk about, you guys. Look on your phone. It's home. Everybody no one even knows what that is. Home, yeah. 
home. Jing, 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 no, Matt. Matt, stop. I can't remember, but I know he was a good song person. Yeah. Okay, Very go, good go back to He's, the list. Guys, I, think it, I think it is home, but yes, I don't remember. It's right it there. Is home. But He's, no one knows what it now is Chris besides Daughtry. you two. Please. So go back Very to the good list. Very good song. Gone, gone, gone. What kind of song did he sing, Sophia? Or sing, I should say. Okay, I, we just want to find Daughtry on the list. Well, can we, let's just get something Caleb that we all Johnson, know. Johnson, I have no idea who that is. Well, you have to fill in the silence yeah, here. Yeah, we missed Daughtry. I don't know Everybody how we are organized here. So everyone I in front of us has oh, a phone it's way back. with internet, yeah. so if people want to look something up, they can do that. Oh. Sophia? Can you give up. us the keyboard if you're not going to... I'm just doing this for myself, so this is like annoying. This is not your computer, the, honey. I'm Chris, aware. Chris Daughtry was in the final four on May 10th, 2006, and found himself in the bottom with Catherine McPhee. That's what I thought. When asked by Seacrest who should be leaving, Kyle expressed that he believed McPhee should be eliminated. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest then announced that Daughtry was eliminated. Seacrest asked him if he was surprised, and obviously stunned Daughtry could only mutter a little, yeah. Wow. Kind of controversial. Very much so. The media grabbed hold of the surprise elimination when there was some controversy regarding the accuracy of the vote on the night Daughtry was eliminated. The uh, vote tallying website Dial Doll, however, predicted that Daughtry was the lowest vote getter of the week. Right here. And in an uh, interview after his elimination, Daughtry said that he thought he got voted off because his fans were overconfident that he would be saved, so they did not call in and vote. So he was Taylor Hicks' season. It was season mm-hmm. five. Okay. And Kelly Pickler was in there. Ugh. That Bucky, was a big season. That now. was a huge season. Yeah. It was. Well, anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that ends up tonight. I don't even know what we're talking about. I know. And it, it wasn't meant to turn into American right. Idol talk, but it just happened. Or a uh, Mikulski family yelling at each other to do what they There's want. There's someone thinking she's entitled to the computer. <laughs> well, you're getting the real deal. That's what's in the car. Mom That's what's Dad, at home sometimes. I love you. Thank you, our favorite, Sophia. If you want to comment on the little family feud here, you can give us an email at the podcast family um, at, gmail. at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on Twitter at the podcast fam, Instagram at the podcast family. And Facebook at the podcast family. Well done. That's Everybody a wrap. Take a nice sigh and take a ha- deep breath. Be happy with whatever Woo! job you have. Bye. If you like your job. And uh, you know what Jeff did it tonight? Tacos, chicken noodle soup made by mom. That's <laughs> what we're deep, having. And deep fried tacos. And you don't get any. <laughs> I love you, dear. I love you, dear. Thank you for listening to Table Talk with Rookie's Family. Find us on Podcast One. Uh, under kids and family, and hey, we have guests in the studio here. How about that? The hell are you doing here? We are we're wrapping her up, Reeves. We were gonna have Reavers come in and listen to the family podcast. Yeah, we're wrapping her up here. Uh, check us out. Also, don't forget about our sister podcast. Our sister podcast is Garage Logic. And uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Tell all your friends and neighbors. Rate us on Apple iTunes. And we'll see you next time. Reavers, you better listen to this one, too.